Welcome to this special edition of the Old Grab Podcast. As Bernard Seeger and I interview our classmate Kenny Mintz about his walk across America. Welcome. Welcome to the Old Grad Podcast. Uh, this is a special edition. Special edition celebrating Kenny Mintz as he's getting ready. He's on the eve of embarking across America. He's walking across America. And Bernard, so you, so you just open up a beverage. What do you got there? That's a Sessions Hazy IPA. All right. I'm right about here to... Good River, Oregon. Kenny's got something, some kind of brown liquid there. What do you got? Yeah. Bourbon? Whiskey? Yeah, I got a little uh, bullet bourbon. I got the old voodoo ranger going here. A little so. liquid courage here for my podcast. <laughs> is it just the three of, or is it just the three of us right now? Well, it'll be just the three of us on this podcast, but then we're gonna yeah. crank it down into the um into the version that's on the on the uh on the podcast on the po- podcast platform. And we have some people that have joined us online, so I can't yeah. quite see people need to comment in the comment feed and I can see who they are, but we definitely have. I don't know. I think seven or eight classmates right now. Maybe we'll have more. We had 20 sign up to be part of it. So they'll, you know, yeah. people sign on and sign off. I think people have gotten smart now to it's a lot more efficient to listen on the actual like Apple iTunes and something right. else. You can fast forward, you can back up, you can listen to things. But it's uh, uh, I noticed that I can see where the downloads like now there's more and more downloads per session. Hmm. In fact, there's also a lot that happen like happened a while ago that get like uh re-listened to like i made a, i made a mention of um the one that i did with john abercrombie uh when i when i inter- when i interviewed brett peckis last two weeks ago i i mentioned the john abercrombie one and then boom i saw a bunch of spikes of that one so like in kind of there's people i guess going back and listening to the old ones so so uh bernard kenny how you guys doing? What's going on? How, how are your weekends? What's what's going on in your lives? Kenny, you go first. Uh, well, um, you know, I'm 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 training primarily, and uh, this is my last big week. You know, before before I step off, so I wanted to do 100 miles this week, 
Um, so I finished that today. I got to hundred over a hundred miles today for the week. Uh, my goal is going to be 120 miles a week when I'm actually doing this thing, walking six days a week, 20 miles a day is my goal. And, uh, I, my mom's second anniversary of my mom's passing was on the 16th. So I walked uh, a little over 21 miles that day to sort of honor her uh, this week. So, um, yeah, so basically I've been walking. <laughs> That's, you know, trying to get the miles in. Yeah. My goal. Are you tapering? You're supposed to taper like a week before. You know how they do I'm, that in running world? Yeah, I'm tapering these last two weeks. So I'll do like 80 miles next week and then I'll just take it easy. You know, just like the song on uh, the week going into the first. So there we go. Yeah. Good. All right. So quick update on me. Just uh, spent the uh, weekend out on the coast out here in Oregon. Uh, took a, a lady friend that I've been kind of seeing recently. So that was kind of fun. And went and did the uh, Newport Aquarium. Did some and did a great hike up in uh it's called Cascade Head. It's a beautiful hike through the Nature Conservancy piece of land they brought right on the coast. Stunning views. Mm. We had a lot of rain, but then it just broke and it was just magnificent. Big waves coming in. Uh, really, really great into a, a few day little adventure out there. Did and you stay overnight? You stayed out overnight, like in a tent? We did. Yeah. Well, we camped in the Tesla, which is what I'm going to do when I'm with Kenny out on the trail. Uh, yeah. down in New Mexico. I'm hoping I'm going to join you there. And it, you can turn the back into like a full bed, you know, yeah. and uh, it's a legit camping system. So really, yeah. you have a, te which, which Tesla do you have? I got a Model S. Nice. So it's got the hatchback and, you know, I bought a sleeping system specifically designed for camping in the Model S. Really? Yeah. So where, where are you going to meet them in New Mexico? Well, uh, I want to meet as close to the mountains as I can. You know, anytime he's in elevation, that's where I want to be. And I kind of like, I, I need to dial it in specifically and dates as well. So um, I figure that'll be the best spot for me to- Well, we have, Kenny's broken it down now, leg by leg and day by day in theory, like how far he's going to go each day. So that's in a Google spreadsheet, which I can make available to- whoever wants to see it and you can see it too. So you can figure out where he's going to be in New Mexico and what day. So right, I went to his website and picked out the, uh, the leg, if you will, or the legs, but I haven't, uh, I haven't put a date on it. I mean, yeah. do we, you, your Google spreadsheet shows when you'll be there, Kenny right now. Yeah, it does. Okay. Um, but, and I need to, yeah, I need to get off my butt and put that. I just, I got I it. I mean, I, I helped you put it together into a Google spreadsheet so we can publish that. But that's yeah. also very theoretical right now. I mean, like, you know, I mean, I think the first couple of weeks are pretty accurate, but you may, you know, move up or back or whatever as, as the weeks progress. So we'll I, think, I think as long as I can keep the spreadsheet and I can just update it and it can right. just kind of stay live. Um, I can't remember exactly when I'm in New Mexico, um, but Bernard, I'm, I'm walking down through Taos, down Santa yeah. Fe, Albuquerque, South Albuquerque, and then west up on the, I'll eventually work my way back up on the old Route 66 to the Petrified Forest. 
um, went, which is right, I think, in Arizona, actually. And then right, uh, right. Winslow, Winslow, Arizona. Yeah. Right, from Slate the song. That's right. And, and then I'm actually kind of going through some mountains in, in northern uh, Arizona, working my way to Sedona. Oh, okay. So that's another good spot. Well, that's a good it's area. pretty remote. Yeah, I've that's never been good. to Sedona. So I hear yeah, it's pretty cool. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, the you should be, about, I'm looking here, you sh day 132 is when you should be in uh, Taos area, 132 days. So April 1st plus 132 days. That's five, basically five months. So, so May, June, July, August, August September, yeah. in, around September time frame. you should be in Taos, I think. Yeah, and that spreadsheet will actually tell you the date, also. Okay. On there. Uh, let me see the date. I don't, I don't see it on there yet, but we'll figure that out. But my, I was just out in Taos. Taos is magnificent. My daughter's out there building houses, so uh, that's a pretty, pretty nice area. You know, you can buy property in Taos for like next to nothing. Five hundred dollars for half an acre of property like about 30 miles south of Taos, you could buy a property. I mean, it doesn't have anything on it. There's no it have utilities. It probably does have utilities. No, it just has a road, but you can, you can live off the grid. And that's what my daughter's doing uh, with this uh, architecture program. They're learning how to basically build, you know, geothermic homes, solar, you know, all this, like everything is off the grid. All you need to do is um, get water and that's it. So yeah, you might want to take a look, Bernard. Look at my route through Arizona between Winslow and Sedona. It's pretty remote. That's probably one of the most remote Stretching. routes. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's all through the mountains there. Um, okay. All yeah. right. Well, so I'll let, dial in. Yeah. Let's just level set here real quick because it may it's possible that people are listening to this podcast don't quite know yet what you're doing. So let's get back to <laughs> So Kenny walks across America. Kenny Mintz, Colonel retired Kenny Mintz, after 30 years of service to our country, has made the bold decision. This is something you've been talking about this for five years, at least, I think, made the bold decision that he is going to retrace the steps. He's going to retrace the, the journey that he and his mother took when he was a young boy going from Washington, D.C., all the way out to California. You're going to do it on foot. Right. That's the plan. Yeah. I'm not taking her route, but I'm take it's the it's the it's the it's the concept of you know of walking across the country. Um, you know, my so my mom when I was four years old and she was 23, uh, she's working in DC uh, and had had kind of I'm not going to go through the whole story of how she ended up out there. That's not where she was from, but that's where my my grand, my dad's parents were there and she kind of needed a place to link in because things hadn't had sort of fallen apart between my mom and dad. They got married when they were like 19. You know, that was never probably going to work out. And anyway, she ended up out there and she started working uh, for some defense contractor there. And she, you know, she was doing pretty well and out in D.C. And my dad kind of showed back up and, you know, my, the way my mom you know, said is she's like, well, I just wanted to kind of, my dad's name, I'm Kenny Jr. She's like, I just kind of wanted to get away from Big Kenny and start my own life out in California. And I heard all these like amazing things about San Diego. And uh, a Navy family was driving from, you know, someplace working in the Pentagon or something, needed someone to drive a car for them. So she had, you know, me and a suitcase. I was four and 
no college education, no money, really. Just this like hope of, hey, I'm gonna go out to Cal go to San Diego. It's really romantic if you think about it. And she went out there and, you know, when I was cleaning out my mom's house, you know, I, I settled her estate after I retired at the end of June last year. I found the postcard that she mailed to her parents. So I guess she got that back at some point from her parents. It's, mm. it's, it's posted in February of, uh, of 1973. And, you know, it's like, Hey mom and dad, I'm going into San Diego. I'm going to find, I'm going to, I'm going to stay at the YWCA until I can get my own job and get my own place. And, you know, talking about how cold it was camping out all through Arizona and, you know, um, it's really cool to find this artifact from this story that my mom had always sort of told me about. So, you know, I was always really inspired by the fact that, you know, my mom just went out there and started her, her, a new life. And, you know, she got a, she got a job. She ended up meeting some guys and they formed their own business, their own def defense contracting firm and were very successful. And, uh, you know, my mom was very young and inexperienced and had no education, but she had the will to succeed. And, and she, you know, she was very successful. And when my mom was dying of cancer, you know, I, you know, we, I was just, first of all, she was fighting like hell to, to live. And she had this incredible will to live and to, to wage hope and to choose joy were her two phrases, wage hope and choose joy. And she fought it for five and a half years and she succumbed to pancreatic cancer uh, on March 16th, 2020. Um, so I, that whole, this whole thing with her always inspired me. And, and sort of that became somehow over the, you know, when, I, I wanna say it was probably when my mom had cancer that I started thinking about this walk. Um, and that's what starts planted the seed and, you know, having, you know, lived through some things in combat and, and watching young men die and get maimed and questioning all manner of things that, that, that come out of those experiences. And, and frankly, they're amazing experiences into and of themselves. And then going through this with my mom, you know, I, I sort of looked at life a little bit differently, um, you know, and decided that, uh, you know, when I retired from the army, I wanted to do something different. I didn't want to just go work for the man again. Um, and, you know, having liquidated my mom's estate, and that's exactly what they call it, liquidating you know, I threw out thousands of pounds of stuff into a dumpster. You know, at the, when we die, a lot of our lives end up in a dumpster. Mm -hmm. So we spend our whole lives collecting stuff and worrying about stuff when we should be living and doing sort of what Bernard was describing. And yet, what do we do? We always put it off. You know, it's like, oh, you know, I got, I got this next deadline I got to meet. And you know, next thing you know, you know, you're, you're, you know, you're waiting and waiting and waiting to live. And That's why life is for living, man. Like I, I, I quote you with that 
that, that's your quote. And I say it all the time now. Life is for living. And I life remember living, the first time I heard you talk about this was was more. It was like five years ago or or so. I think it was at your change of command. You told yeah. me for the first time your your brigade change of command, which was five or six years ago. I think that two thousand seventeen. Yeah. Yeah. So you were already yeah. talking about this at the time, but yeah, you know, how this yeah. how this ties in so fittingly with your walk up song. Thinking about some of these, <laughs> some of the, I mean, actually, these lyrics are are magical. You know, this idea: lighten up while you still can. Don't even try to understand. Just find a place to take your stand and take it easy. That is like that is your walk up song. That is like that's so perfect. And the other thing too is, uh, we may lose and we may win but we will never be here again. Like you actually are, you are, that is exactly what you were just saying right there. That's, that's per, a perfect walk-up song for you. <laughs> it is my theme song. Yeah, it is. And it's, it always, it's always invoked feelings of freedom and, and joy and adventure and fun as well. And you know, I got it. You know, we got, sometimes we got to do some serious things, you know, and, and I did serious things most of my life. And, but even as I was, you know, even when you're working hard and dealing with stressful things, you can still lighten up. Um, and uh, yeah, so, you know, um, I'm super you know, what, excited about what's it. What's funny. Know? Last summer, you and I got a chance to, you came to my beach house and we hung out for a while. We got, had some, some good times hanging out. I didn't even realize this. I made, because you and I were on the beach getting hammered and we were playing Spotify songs, like one after the other, after the other, right? Yeah, so when I was yeah. looking at, when I was looking at, when I was looking at uh, Take It Easy to play it, to get it ready for this thing, I realized I had a, a, um, a playlist called Kenny. These are songs that you said. So, uh, so your playlist has got on it: uh, "Cashmere" by Led Zeppelin, <laughs> "Ring of Fire" Johnny Cash, uh, "November Rain." I think that was mine, and I said that. "Sounds of Silence" by Disturbed, "Black Hole Sun" by Soundgarden, "Wish You Were Here" Pink Floyd, "Life's Been Good to Me" by Joe Walsh, and "Take It Easy." That's the yes. that's the Kenny. The Kenny, uh, the Those Kenny, are two of my uh, favorites right there. Spotify songs. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, the whole thing with my mom was sort of the kind of just the philosophical approach about living life and not waiting and, uh, you know, embracing it. And we're lucky. I mean, we live in a time and a place where, where, you know, we can do that. And, um, you know, I served my country for, for all these years and, you know, I'm going to go walk across it. I want to meet people. Um, you know, I want vets to come walk with me. I want my friends to come walk with me. I want my classmates to walk with me, you know, and, you know, think about Jamie, like all the conversations that you and I've had just walking, you know, um, how does that feel? You know, it's, it's sort of inherent to the human condition it's, it's a very human thing to walk and talk and have, and find that connection. And, you know, in the modern world, you know, we're rushing around all the time, you know, making a lot of money and driving between point A and B and angry, you know, we spend our lives, you know, waking up and I got to drive to work and you're angry because you got to get there as fast as you can. You're running late, you know, and, 
you got to go to the grocery store, wherever you're going. So all you do is rush around between, between points. And it's been nice, you know, now to, to enjoy the journey a little bit and, uh, and just see the world and experience it. Uh, I know it sounds like a bit like a Zen, but it's, it's really true. Um, you know, human beings, what makes us part of what makes us human is, is our ability to walk. You know, we can, you know, you know, modern man probably doesn't walk that great because we drive around so much. We've all turned into sedentary and very obese, diabetes ridden um, people. But humans actually can outwalk most animals. Um, they can cover more ground than a horse can or, or even a dog. Um, we're meant to move. And, uh, you know, that's, that's part of this too, is like, you know, what, you know, what kind of life do you want to live? You know, we're all getting older, you know, um, I want to have an active, healthy life. You know, I have to say, do you find like, do you, you, I'm sure you've walked by yourself a lot and yeah. you've walked with people a lot and there's probably times you want to only be by yourself. Like there is a really good therapeutic, zen state to be walking by yourself but it's also great to walk with somebody else i mean i found myself really falling back in love with hiking because i connected with scott halstead last summer mm -hmm. yes. i am one i am 100 certain that i'm going to be out on this appalachian trail with uh, tony our classmate uh tony wiesner is walking on the yes. trail right now yep. Yep. and i'm going to try to get a couple days out there with him and also my cousin's doing it but there is it is you're right and like we're we're maybe all of us are at this point too. Hopefully we have a little bit more flexibility in our, in our lives. You know, you've got the kids are less of a, of a drain in terms of your, um, your, your own personal focus. You can get out there and do this kind of stuff. For me, walking with you, Kenny was like my own therapy. You know, you and I would be talking like, I, cause I've walked with you probably four or five times, I think. Yeah. Getting ready for this. Cause it's about two and a half hour, ride from where i am to where you are so i go out there i will walk like 10 12 miles or so i think that's about the most we did maybe we did 15 one day but for me it's just it's been a great thing a great grounding experience no it, it's like i said it's 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 something that really connects us and uh you know i'm sure bernard you you know all about you know, you know, what we're talking about, I, I'm sure you're all in line with this. This has probably been more your life, you know, um, but, you know, you're like, you know, we're talking about the environment. We're talking about all these things um, that you're interested in, you know. I, you know, I think that that the way we live our lives just makes us unhappy and angry and, you know, and then you die. So. <laughs> Let's, let's, let's spend a little bit more time not worrying about shit. Yeah. Let's get out of that pattern. So and, and, Kenny, you know, uh, as a kid, I've always been, had a great sense of adventure. And I, I read books like there's a guy who walked across America way back when I want to say in the seventies. And I read that book. Yeah. Um, and I've always kind of had this envy to, to do things like walk across America or, you know, ride a mountain bike from like Alaska to the tip of South America and do stuff like that. 
And so my brain always goes when I hear someone doing this, the logistics, like how they do it, you know? So will you tell us a little about your logistics on, you know, sleeping, eating, you know, how many miles a day you're going to do? Talk, talk us through all that, just because I'm curious. Maybe others are as well, but yeah. I was like, how do I do this? You know, what does it look like on the ground? So, right. So, you know, I kind of made a decision that I didn't want to make this into a survival exercise for me. <laughs> you know, I would just, you know, the walk it, you know, if you're going to connect and communicate and tell a story and get people interested and do all these things, if I'm living out of a backpack and trying to figure out where I'm going to eat and sleep every night, that's a different type of challenge. And it's actually a very honorable challenge, but not the challenge I was looking for. I was like, well, I'm, I'm gonna make the walk the challenge, but I wanna make this logistically as um, simplified as I can. Hmm. So, so the concept I wanted to go with is a support driver. So I was gonna have somebody drive a vehicle. You know, it's like the old company trains, you know, within supporting distance, you know, hey, bring me a ham sandwich or I need, you know, I need some new socks or whatever. The driver's there to kind of, hey, go look out ahead and find a good place for lunch. Wherever I choose to stop that day, he picks me up. We go to a hotel, spend the night, take a shower. I get on my computer. I write out, hey, here's what I did today. I post some videos. You know, here's where I think I'm going tomorrow. You know, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's like a communication piece and I go out and get something to eat and meet people and maybe get some local people from, you know, wherever I'm staying. Hey, come meet me tomorrow and let's go for a walk. Cause you know, what's funny is when you say, Hey, I'm walking across America. Most of the people don't even question it. They go, that's really cool. Some people are like, why would you do that? Or why are you doing that? Most people go, I wish I could do that. Right. So, you know, um, you know, I want people, I want to meet people. So yeah. If I'm just trying to, if I'm just camping out in a cornfield every night, you know, I couldn't do that. So, yeah, uh, I had three drivers fall through. Um, and, you know, this is true Kenny Mintz fashion. I was like, it'll all work out somehow. And, uh, it did, you know, I think it has. I have a guy who is, who is an associate. So one of the charities I'm walking for is something called the Johnny Mac Soldiers Fund that, that Jamie hooked me up with. Um, and a guy that's on the board that's a friend of Jamie kind of got me into this, got me involved, got me, you know, my foot in the door on how to organize for this charity. And he has an associate who owns a trucking company, you know, a logistics company. And this guy, Jim, mentioned to this other guy named Jim, hey, you know, I, I know this guy that's doing this and he needs a driver and a support vehicle. So this guy got in touch with me. He's like, I want to support your whole thing. I want to provide a vehicle. I'm going to provide a drivers. I want to wrap your vehicle with your, with your you know, your uh, symbol. Um, I want my dispatch tracking and I want them to be like, a, you know, I'd call it like a talk. That's not what he called it, but they have like an op center 24 hours a day. He's like, we're going to track you. So, so hold wanna... on a second, Kenny. Let's just sure, get our, sure. let's get our heads around this, around this conversation, around this story. Right. So this is a dude, just a random, he's a civilian. He's not like, a, he's not a veteran. He's just, just no. a normal plain Jane dude connected, yeah. like connected, like 
like three, three, three steps away from Kenny, like, you know, Kevin Bacon, you know, three, three, three steps <laughs> away. And this dude is so, he's so inspired by Kenny's story. He's like, I'm just going to drop everything. My whole company is going to support what you're doing. Right. That's what he basically said. Right. Yeah. So this what he guy, told me, like, I, I was blown away. I mean, obviously I'm like, you know, and, and Jim, our friend, Jim, you know, he's like, this guy's the real deal. He had a kidney. I guess what had happened is he had kidney failure. He had a kidney transplant. Somebody, somebody that he didn't even know donated a kidney to him and saved his life. And he's like, okay, I got the second chance on life. I've made lots of money. I want to, you know, I want to support something. I need to do something. And he heard about my story and, you know, I'm, I'm sitting there at lunch with him and he's like describing all the things he wants to do. And, you know, it's a little bit over, you know, it's, it's a little bit overwhelming because, you know, he's offering me, you know, the world basically uh, in terms of what I need for support. And um, he's like, you know what, Kenny, you're, you're giving this to me. I, I you know, I need this. Um, and, you know, I'm, so, you know, I'm blown this away. Is a now, dude, this is a guy that needs to be thanked in a major league way. Aside from, aside from you, Kenny, like what, what is this guy's name? What is his name? Jim Niebling. And I've posted, I've posted on my Facebook page on, on uh, Kenny walks across America. My, my Kenny walks uh, profile and on um, LinkedIn, uh, a thank you to him. Um yeah, I think I'm just Amy. I'm gonna I'm just gonna write a personal thank you letter to N E E B L I N G. So if I'm, you look at my page and you know if you look at LinkedIn, you'll see where I, I you know I have a picture. I did a selfie with him. I said I gotta take a selfie with you and I gotta post something about this. And um yeah, he's he's pretty incredible. But um, but Kenny, am I understanding correctly? A good way to thank him would to be give to that nonprofit. What's it called again? So um yeah, so so this is the Johnny Mac Soldiers Fund is yeah. one is one of the charities I'm walking for. Uh, I'm walking for three charities. So um, Pancreatic Cancer Action Network, which is 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 a charity that my mom gave to every year, and she asks that you know when you do this, please you know help us find a cure for pancreatic cancer. And so I, you know, I've got a fundraiser with them. The Johnny Mac Soldiers Fund is a, a group, uh, I think it's class of 86 grads form this group, this nonprofit. And one of the things that they're, so I'm going to, all the money that I raise is going to go to a college fund in the name of one of my fallen soldiers, Jordan Morris, who's the, the guy I talked about at the last time I did this podcast um and it's going to be for 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 scholarships for the children of um men and women who fell in the line of duty in you know in the service of our country so um and then i'm also doing um something called operation resiliency uh operation resiliency does unit level um reunions so um you know, it's pretty self-evident pancreatic cancer, you know, research to defeat this cancer, a college fund for the kids of, of the fallen. Uh, I believe the best thing 
for veterans is to stay connected to their buddies and stay connected to the guys that they serve with in combat. Um, a lot of well-meaning programs to get people connected to different, you know, types of, of, of uh, programs. Um, but the best program you can give a vet from combat is connection to his buddies. And these guys do charity or do uh, these reunions um, that are very structured. Uh, they're not like a drink up, you know, type of thing. It's, it's a lot of, you know, getting together and talking about suicide and talking about PTSD and talking about the issues that they're dealing with. It's also doing fun events together. It's also going out and, and helping the local community and they pay for lodging, food, transportation. You just show up and, you know, it just blows your mind. Uh, the, these guys, when they walk away, they're like, I, you know, I, this is, this has been amazing. Mm. Um, so, you know, I've got to participate in, in one, one of my subunits. So one of the, you know, when I was a battalion commander, um, one of their, co the companies, attack company, alpha company, one through two had a reunion. They invited me to in June, right before I retired last year, which is just blew my mind. And then I got asked to come and speak to a reunion um, recently in Nashville, and, uh, basically sitting a panel and just talking about, you know, talking about veteran type issues, talking about suicide, talking about substance abuse, talking about discipline, talking about my walk and uh, had an instant rapport with these guys. And it was fun to kind of hang out with vets and tell war stories. And these were guys that I had served, not served directly with, but their unit was a unit that I, that I ripped with, conducted a relief in place with in, in uh, Iraq in 2006. Um, so we have a common story, some common ground. And yeah, I really enjoyed that. So those three charities are, are, are what I'm walking for. Um, you know, obviously I'm selling t-shirts, you know, I got, you know, I got my Kenny Watts across America t-shirts and hats, you know, you know, purple Sasquatch there. Okay. Uh, you can get to that on at, by accessing, I have a link tree in my Instagram and my, uh, posted on my, um, Facebook page, but you just go to Kenny walks across America.com. Um, you know, I'm, I'm obviously, you know, finding a hotel room and, you know, feeding myself, uh, for seven months. So any, any bit of support helps. I have a GoFundMe also, um, I'm going to walk six days a week, uh, 20 miles a day. So my goal is 120 miles a week. Um, I want to take a zero a day for laundry and, you know, we'll see how that goes. I mean, that's the plan. I might, I might change that a little bit. Um, I might stop for a little bit of extra time in some of the big cities um, like Cincinnati and Louisville and, and St. Louis and uh, Sedona. I plan to take a little extra time, but uh, so yeah, that's, that's it. Rain, wind, shower, snow, you're walking. Yeah. So, yeah. And I just, you know, I just finished walking through the winter. So it sucked. I mean, you know, I had a 
I was walking on ice and snow and in the snow and, um, you know, I hope I don't get sucked up in a tornado in Kansas or something, but, um, but yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, I, you know, there, there's also, you know, the, the, my biggest worry is walking on roads, you know, you, you can't, there's no East West trail across our country. So, you know, there is, there is something called like the freedom trail or something like that, but it's really not a trail. It's sort of a road network that links some trails together. Uh, where I can, I'm walking on a trail. So I'll walk up the CNO Canal Trail a good long distance out of DC. I'll get up on the old PA Turnpike when I'm heading west. Um, there's a trail along the Miami River as I go into Cincinnati. I'll be on the Katy Trail, which, which is a rail trail all the way through Missouri. Um, but when you get west, um, you know, there's, there's, there's a lot of farm roads and stuff that you can kind of walk parallel to some of the main roads. Um, but I'll have to walk on roads and that's yeah. the biggest worry I have, you know, because people aren't paying attention. They're angry, angry pickup truck driver guy, you know, doesn't like, you know, people don't like you walking on the road. They, they get mad at you for it. You know, it's, it's fascinating to me to see how different people react to you. Some people are really cool and they move off and they wave at you. Some people are like, you know, pissed off that you're even out there, you know? Um, so anyway. Well, Kenny, um, I've been doing a little walking lately as well. And uh, my thing is I carry a bucket and a picker and I pick up litter. Yeah, I know. And I got to tell you, man, I get Awful. all kinds of love from the, the, the world when, I, when I'm out there doing that, you know? So uh, I will be bringing not a bucket, but at least a plastic bag to pick up litter as we move along. Cause I don't like litter. And if I see it, I'm going to get rid of it. So just know yeah. that. No, uh, I know. You and I have had this talk. No, we've had this talk. I mean, yeah. it, to me, I mean, what kind of person, I mean, I, I don't want to go down a, a rabbit hole here, but what kind of person litters? Yeah. It's a person that doesn't give a shit about anybody but themselves. Right. And, and, and I, and I've, and I've confronted people for littering, um, you know, um, it's, it's, it's the kind of behavior that people that don't care about anything but themselves, um, do. And, and it's yeah. disgusting, um, you know, to, to see, um, you know. All right. And so, so <laughs> again, as, a, and as some of you know, I was an EV major at West Point. So, you know, I had to get the easy majors. I get through that damn place. So EV I'm sure TV. Yeah. <laughs> I'm curious what the low point on the trail, what's the lowest uh, elevation you'll be and the highest elevation over the, how many thousand miles are we going? It's about 3000. Okay. Do you know your low point and high point? No, that's probably the low point is when I get into uh, Southern California before I go. Ascend. Are you going to the Mojave? I'm, I'm not quite, I'm kind of skirting the Mojave. Okay. Uh, I'll be on on State Route 78 out of Blythe, California, up to Julian. I'll be walking. I think I walk around the Salton Sea or something out there. That's pretty low. It's not quite as low as like Death Valley. But you'll um, be below sea level, maybe in one of those spots. Might be. Yeah. yeah. And All then, right. And then you know, I'm not I'm not climbing up a lot of big mountain ranges. Probably someplace in Arizona or Colorado. I do have to walk through a. a, a 
I'll have to walk through a little a mountain range in, in southern Colorado. I have a walk through some mountains into New Mexico, but I'm mostly staying in in sort of valleys, um, kind of staying on the Rio Grande uh, Canal, Rio Grande Avenue. I'll definitely be at elevation in in Arizona, going through northern Arizona, and then I have to go through the coastal mountain range of California to get into Encinitas, which isn't super high, but there will be a bit of a climb to get up to up to Julian, and then and then from there heading south through Ramona into uh, Encinitas. Okay, and so the way it's mapped out now, it's like every week's a walk week, or do you have some like? play week you said you might want to go visit a city or two you know i wanted to get you like out on a paraglider we go learn something fun <laughs> like that in one of these <laughs> you know launch off a mountain because it's you can learn that like in a day i'm serious i've done it with kurt roberts you can be launching off a three thousand foot mountain in a day with some good instruction oh my god that's a little crazy that's a little crazy right there no, it's not, one it's day of instruction and you're like paragliding huh one day of instruction and you're paragliding? Yes, you can, I did it. I literally did it after one day. I launched off a 3,000-foot mountain. Mm -hmm. Are you one of these guys wearing one of those squirrel suits? <laughs> I can see him doing you know? that. No, this is paragliding. That's a whole different thing. I know. Got, I'm just saying. you got a big, fat wing over you. It's very gentle. You're like a bird just kind of floating down off out of the sky. So anyway, I'll think about it. What kind of fun things do you have planned besides slogging across your country? Yeah, that's so funny. Um, nothing like that. You know, I'm kind of a slogging across the country kind of a guy. You know that, right? <laughs> I know you are. Well, I I'm just, uh, you know, I'm not a, I'm not, I don't have any cool guy hobbies. You know, I'm not, you know, world class you know, skier or jet ski, you know, jet ski guy or paraglider or, you know, scuba diver, you know, uh, but what I can do is steal myself to walk, you know, that's what I can do. That's the service I can provide my, and I, and I get a lot out of it too. I mean, I, I really do. Um, I've just never been, you know, I, I guess it's a, the whole thing's a big adventure, Yeah, but, but it's not, you know, I'm not, I'm not a, I've never been, like, I don't have a motorcycle, you know, I don't, you know. Well, you're, work. you're, you're going through some amazing parts of this country. And to me, in my mind, it's only natural to kind of partake in some of that stuff that's out there, you know, I mean, you can hop on a raft and go do a river raft thing in a half day or a day, you know, and you'll be back on the bus and in, in no time, you know. And stuff like that can be a lot of fun. Um, so, hey, just, again, I'm curious. I know we got a Google Maps, but just briefly talk us through the states, the route of the rock. So you start yeah. in D.C., and then yeah. which state? Yep. Talk us through that. Yeah, so I'll walk up the Potomac River for about 50 or 60 miles. I'll cut through Frederick, Maryland, into Gettysburg, to Carlisle. I built Carlisle into my trip because that's where I live, and I just yeah. anticipated that there's going to be something I forgot to do or I have to sign for my taxes or something. So I'm giving myself just one more shot at whatever I forgot. And then I'm walking through Western PA um, in the, in it, right through, you know, nicking through, you know, West Virginia, Wheeling, West Virginia into Ohio, 
to Chillicothe, Ohio, where my cousin lives, and then to Cincinnati, Ohio, crossing the Ohio River and walking into Louisville, Kentucky, and then going up into Southern Indiana, Southern Illinois, and kind of looping around St. Louis, uh, getting on that Katy Trail, which goes all the way across the state, uh, south of uh, Kansas City, and then across Kansas. Right, right. So I go across, I go across the, the Mississippi at Alton, Illinois, and, uh, and go through, I can't, I can't remember where I crossed the Missouri River, um, but I go to, to St. Charles, Missouri, which is west of, of, of St. Louis. Uh, then I go to Wichita, Kansas, and Dodge City, Kansas. Right. I've yep. been to Dodge City. And I know that's yeah. where you were like a city manager. I was an intern there, man. That's a good, good living. Yeah. Then I'm going into La Junta, Colorado and Walsenburg and Redland or Fort Garland, you know, places you've never heard of in Southern Colorado and then South into Taos and, and so on down through South of Albuquerque. You can't, the I-40 corridor, you can't really walk along. I can't, I don't really want to walk on the interstate. Um, but I will go south of Albuquerque and then kind of work my way back up to Route 66, which runs sort of parallel to I-40 to through the Petrified Forest to Winslow, Arizona, and then I'll kind of break off from there into Sedona. I really love Sedona. Um, it's a really kind of a magical place um, where I've had some really amazing experiences in the past. And then Prescott, Arizona, Quartzsite, Arizona, Blythe, California, up to Julian, Ramona, and then I finish at Swami's Beach in Encinitas, California, and that's that's where I grew up. is is on the coast there, right near Encinitas. So that's the lay of the land. You're muted, Jane. Do you have any like specific things planned for your start or your finish? Like, 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 what time are you going to step off on April first, and what's the plan for actually getting going? <laughs> I'm gonna step off at 10 o'clock in the morning. Uh, you know, we'll do some pictures and I'll have a, a few things to say. Um, and then we'll go, we'll walk and, uh, I'm going to stay with, at Randy Klingeman's house the first couple nights. And, uh, and then I'll have a hotel in Gettysburg the next two nights after that. And then I'm staying in Carlisle, you know, as I approach Carlisle. And then I've got sort of some hotels planned pretty much out through like the, the first, the month of April, um, not booked. I don't have them booked, right. but I have like, the places I'm going to stay sort of much, pretty much figured out. Yeah. Um, Bernard, Bernard, you were asking before, like, what, what does he have plans in terms of activities? Like, like, like ha like hang gliding off of, uh, or like, right. Like, uh, what, what, would you call it, glider riding or something? Oh, or I power I'm a fan of paragliding because it's paragliding. Easy, easy to get up in the air like in a day. Can't right. do that in hang right. gliding, just to be clear. Right. I got okay. it. I got it. But yeah. see, here's the thing. My experience with Kenny is he brings the party to the party. Mm. Like he doesn't need to plan anything. He just goes yeah. out there and he Good just point. like gets it going. He gets it going. Like we were hanging out down the beach in New Jersey at some podunk dive bar next thing you know he's dancing with these old ladies he's chatting uh -oh. up with people across the bar he's like it was uh 
Good times. Good times. All right. So are you going to bring a whiskey flask while you're walking there? I know you're drinking whiskey tonight. No. What are your packing list? What is <laughs> no. your packing list? I want to know what you're packing. Um, this logistics van. Oh, in the logistics van? Well, that and what, like, yeah, again, so again. I'll, ha I'll, have, I'll have stuff to, like, survive. Like, if I need to camp, I'll have a tent. I have a sleeping bag. I'll have the cho line, trusty cho liner. I'll have a little camp stove. I'll have a little camp coffee maker, a little pot if I need to boil some water to cook some ramen or something. You need a sleeping um, pad too, right? Yeah, I got. I'll have a sleeping pad. Um, I will have a bunch of socks and underwear and pants and shorts and t-shirts and rain gear rain and gear, reflective yeah. gear. Um, yeah, you wearing a road guard vest every day? Is that the plan? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'll have a big road guard vest on. I'll have you know, my American flag with me, my 10th mountain flag. I got a big sun hat. I got a camelback uh, that I'll wear every day. Um, all my electronic stuff. I'll have my laptop. I'll have all my chargers. I have extra like, you know, batteries for my yeah. phone. Yeah, yeah. Um, my Fitbit. I don't have a lot of, I'm not, you know, I'm not much of a technological guy, so I don't have a lot of, you know, I, you know, I, there's, there's people always asking me like, how are you going to do this? And like, how are people going to know where you are every day? Well, you know, I don't have like a plan for that right now. A beacon on, you don't have your beacon, like sending no. out a signal out. Yeah. Right. So <laughs> yeah, I have a beacon shoved up my ass. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm not going to care, you know, I'll have some food, you know, a little bit of food to eat. And, you know, and but the, in the game plan, does it walk how many miles per hour, how many uh, uh, hours per day? I'll walk six hours a day. Okay. At six about hours a day. three, three and a half, four miles about three an and a half, probably about three and a half miles an hour. Okay. That makes for a was that a twenty mile day? Is that your general plan? That's about, yep, twenty day. Yeah, and I'll stop. That's a lot, I'll stop. Man. I'll stop every five or six miles just to rest and you know, just believe it or not, just you know, just t sitting down and resting for ten minutes makes a big difference. I believe it and all that. And I'm I'm not trying to go fast. You know, I'll just be taking my time. You know, I I'm gonna have to get used to the heat but I'm walking through the spring into the heat. So I'll start to climatize to that. Um, you know, um, that is going to be a challenge though. I mean, I'm going to, I might have to look at time of day if it starts to get too, you know, too hot. I mean, I'm going to be walking through the Midwest and Kansas in the summer. I mean, it's yeah. going to be brutally hot. It can be. I know, I, I know that. Um, yeah. But I also know, just having served in very hot places, you know, you, you move at a certain speed. Um, you just sort of get into a rhythm. You, you know, obviously you stay hydrated. Um, yeah. You know, I probably won't be eating much until midday. I'll probably get up, drink coffee, have something light to eat. Um, I'll be carrying toilet paper and wipes with me. Um, that's a fact of life, man. And you know? a shovel. You got a little shovel to dig, right? Um, no, but um, but I'll figure that out. Kenny? I'll bring a bag. I'll bring a shit I, bag. I, I don't, I'm not a fan of that. I'm, I want you to dig your, your poop hole, man. 
All right. So <laughs> I have to carry an e-tool with me. Well, I do that, have my e-tool. Well, they got small ones now. Those backpackers are too, super tiny. And just get it down, you know. I know sometimes yeah. that digging sucks, but it's the well. Right I'm, I'm hoping I'm not doing a lot of pooping on the side of the road, but it could, it does happen. Believe yeah. me. And I, I've had to make. Jamie's been there with me, where I had to make a run for it. Uh oh. You know, crawling up under a shrubbery. You know, um, this is this is part of living, unfortunately. Just your ass hanging out. I know. Yeah. Not a good yeah. thing. It's good times. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, and is it safe to say your intention is to only walk in the day, unless yeah. it's wickedly hot, then you might have to walk at night, but generally you want to do all the walk in the day. Yeah. Cause I think at night, the problem is you can't see as well. People are, you know, I'm telling you, it's a take a, it's a much bigger risk when you're walking with vehicles around you at night. Um, you know, um, you, know, you start to get out farther west. There's you know rattlesnakes and stuff out on the on a, you know sitting you know sitting out on the on the on the blacktop. You know, um, it's just you know I have a flashlight and stuff like that. I probably need to go get a headlamp actually, but yeah. I, I don't really want to walk at night. And and one of the things that I did talk to somebody who has done has ran across the country, and what she told me is it's a good thing you're starting east to west. She says it's a lot harder to get across like Arizona, New Mexico, and those places having not been conditioned to it. Mm. So I think I'm going to have, you know, I'll be hitting some, some terrain and weather and, and just sort of conditions that are tougher as I get farther west. Um, but I will have, you know, I'll be in a, in a different level of fitness just because I'll have done this for like three or four months by the time right. I'm hitting that. Right. Not to get too in the weeds with you, but do you have a pair of waterproof socks? Yes. Yes. Good call. If your shoes get wet, man. Yeah, you're done. Bad zone. news. Unless yeah. you have multiple pairs of shoes, you know. And I do have multiple pairs of shoes. So that's the other thing. So I have, I got two brand new pair of Ultra Lone Peaks, which I, I like, even though they're not necessarily like good, like walking on pavement shoes. They just fit my feet really well. Um, I've got, uh, I bought some Hoka Bondi's, which are like these big moon shoes, but they're really comfortable. I got some Hoka speed goats. I've got, uh, a pair of, um, ultra, um, Olympus. I've got some Nikes. Um, so I have like seven or eight pairs of shoes. Um, I'm wearing darn tough socks, which I really like. My oh, feet great. are, are yeah. in good, my feet are in great condition. Good. This. Good. Um, so, I, you know, I don't I haven't had any problems with blisters or anything like that. Um, so my, my daily sort of load is just my camelback with some battery, you know, a ba extra battery for my for my um, for my phone, um, probably something to eat, some toilet paper, just a very light, lightweight. I'm not yeah. carrying not carrying a rucksack, you know, and all that. Right. So, you know, when I trained for my Colorado trail adventure this past fall, you know, you go out there and to get in a 25 mile day, you know, it's for me, I would, you know, I would push the mountain bike up the mountain and then ride down. And it's a good, you know, four or five hour adventure out there uh, when you include all the climbing. And I was listening to a lot of podcasts out there. Um, yeah. 
have you just thought about what you might be are you gonna are you going to do that or are you gonna just go quiet and let your mind wander What's i do not listen to music or anything i like to listen to the world i do i like to listen to first of all it gives you better situational awareness just because of you know the type of place you're in you know you're walking on roads um you know, I like listening to the birds. I like listening to the wind. I always find something interesting to see. Um, it makes me much more aware and, and grounded and in the moment if I'm not trying to tune out things. Um, that's just for me, you know. Um, and I, you know, what I find, even, you know, even though it's kind of gotten mundane, kind of walking around, you know, where I live, um, I always see something interesting and it forces you to kind of pay attention and see and, and seek out in something interesting when you're out there paying attention like that. Um, so yeah. And I, and I'm on the journey, man. I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to go fast. Yeah, yeah. I'm not trying to push myself, you know, like I'm some kind of world-class athlete. I'm just grinding my way, you know, Hey, yeah. I'm gonna stop and get a freaking chili dog and a Coke. I don't care. Yeah. And meet, yeah. meet some guy, you know, and go to the VFW that night or wherever I am, you know, meet people, All right. and, you know, well, I just need to, I need to tell you, I got bad news for you. Cause when you're with me or I'm with you, I will be trying to put an earworm in your ear every day. We start the day. It's going to be like the worst song that you ever want to be playing. <laughs> in your ear. You know what an earworm but is? Is that me listening to your your voice or no? That's that? like cranking the start of the day. I'll have the Tesla like cranking some okay. song that that's I right. like that I hopefully you don't like, and it's gonna stuck in your head because you don't you're not listening to any any goodies. No. Yeah, that's right. That's an earworm. Yeah, yeah, I got it. It's pretty fun. But, but I'm hoping that you know you're gonna be stuck like talking to me all day. I'll, I'll talk to you too every now and then. It's like shut you're, up, you know. I'll wear you the. I'll wear you out. You'll be like confessing all of your sins to me. By the oh time. boy, but, I'm not looking forward to that. Father, Father Kenny, you know. <laughs> Kenny and I were walking past like some, some like farm, like or like walking past some old barn, you know. And he's like, think about it. That that barn's probably been there for like 300 years. Think about all the families that have owned that farm, the kids that have grown up around that farm, the goats, the hundreds of chickens and the thousands of you know, <laughs> all the, all the cattle. I'm like, just keep fucking walking. Kenny. Yeah, exactly. That's what I tell <laughs> you. And then and I got Kenny's mad like, at Jamie. About he got mad at me. <laughs> Kenny like, lit, he like lit me up. He lit me <laughs> something. This you is gotta, important. This is important. Let this me tell you something. <laughs> That was good. Good times. Good. So, Kenny, now, first of all, I have to apologize because my internet's been a little bit unstable, and I think we've been in and out a little bit on Facebook, but your conversation with Bernard has been all captured 100% on, on Grace. That'll crank down into the, pod, into the uh, podcast. But in terms of supporting these charities and supporting you, should we, if we're going to donate to the Pancreatic Action Network, or Johnny Mac Soldiers Fund, or the Independence Fund, should we like recognize that somehow? Is there like a, a way to tag you or something in your your work? Yeah. As well, so how should it's we do that? It's directly linked to me. Like it's not through. Like it's not like I don't have to touch it. 
but it says Kenny walks across America. It's so clearly each, each yeah. one has like a campaign that's associated with you. So that yes. much gets yes. earmarked as your, your thing. Great. Right. And do you, do you have some goals associated with that fundraising? Like, yeah, I mean, I do. Um, they're very conservative. Um, $25,000 for the Johnny Mac, 10,000 for PanCan, 10,000 for independence fund slash op res. Um, you know, look, I don't, this isn't something I've ever done before. Uh, mm -hmm. And I've had a lot of guys kind of criticize me about this and say, Hey, you know, you, you're kind of lowballing this. Yeah. I, you know, I think I can yeah. do much better. I think I can do much better than that. And I hope, I hope that I can, but I don't know. I mean, I don't, I'm you sure know, you'll cry. I'm sure you'll fundraising crush. thing is, yeah. is, is, is kind of frustrating because it's not something that I have expertise in and I, I don't really want to be asking for money a lot. Um, you know, I, I, I believe in these charities. I will go out there and walk my ass off uh, literally for, for something I believe in. I will sacrifice. Um, I will, oh God, I hope people will walk with me. I hope our classmates will walk with me. I hope that, you know, vets walk with me. I hope I meet lots of people along the way um, because I think that's important. I think, you know, unity and, and, and being connected is important. We're disconnected people right now. You know, so I think aside from the monetary donations that our classmates could make who will be predominantly listening to this, although this may get broadcast into other venues, but aside from the monetary piece, which I'm sure that we will do, I believe another thing is just about awareness, right? It's about passing along in our networks. Hey, there's this amazing thing that's happening. This guy who served our country for 30 years has sacrificed uh, just an un untold amount of, uh, of, of, of things in his time and and he's led soldiers in combat and, you know, he's going to he's going to walk across the country that he served and let's celebrate his service and figure out a way to connect connect you to those things. So, you know, if you're a member of a VFW, if you're a member of some kind of a local club that you happy to be walking close to, let's get people out there supporting what you're doing. Let's get people walking with you. News coverage, local news, you know, let's do everything we can to raise awareness around what it is that you're doing. And I, and, and I appreciate you saying that, Jamie, obviously, you know, we're, we're, we're on this podcast and we're talking to our class and, you know, you know, we have a very successful class. Um, we have a lot of people that are connected. Um, I do want, you know, share your network with me. Um, I, you know, things are happening, you know, I, I will, participate in, in something called a purple stride, which is a, a, a pancreatic cancer walk along the way. They've asked me to come. They want me to come and talk, you know, and uh, one of our classmates is having me speak uh, in Cincinnati at, at a sort of a leadership uh, event. Uh, you had me speak at your, you know, your little thing that we did recently. Um, so, you know, I, you know, I'm happy to participate. And if something's not too far off the beaten path, I, you know, my, of my trail, you know, I'm happy to come and speak. And, 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 and if it's something that you think I can, you know, that's, that's valuable to whatever organization you're a part of, um, you know, I want to, I want to, I want to participate. Um, you know, my, my biggest goal is, is connection. Um, 
you know, I do want the money for my charities um, because I think they're, they really make a difference. Um, I think, you know, I think they're, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm asking for something that's reasonable. Um, but I'm also happy to stop along the way and speak and, and participate in different things. And, and, you know, a guy I talked to today that, that, uh, um, Tracy got me hooked up with was, was a guy, he's like, look, man, you, you know, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta beat the streets on a little bit more here. You gotta connect to some more organizations and you gotta talk to more different people. And, you know, um, maybe just because of who I am, I'm probably a little bit more conservative and I'm like, well, let's leave, let things happen organically. And by the way, I haven't even started walking yet. So let's let that start to happen and, and see what, what happens from that, you know, like, yeah. and, and, and it's funny, like I go to a local coffee shop in, in Carlisle most mornings and I, you know, I have a little spot where I sit and I observe, you know, the goings on of the, of the town and, you know, and I write a haiku and post it on Facebook. And there's a guy, young guy that works at the coffee shop. He's like, I uh, hope you don't mind, but I talked to the local newspaper and they want to interview you. You know, this guy's like a young man, you know, uh, that works at the coffee shop, you know, and I was like, sure. He's like, can I get your email address? Can I get you guys linked up? Yeah, that's the kind of organic sort of thing that that sort of fires me up a little bit, you know. Um, I get it. It's a small thing. It's a small little thing, but you know, when you start to see things like that, it, it, it makes you feel good about what you're doing, that, that people are interested in what you're doing. And, um, I have been, I, I to tell you the truth, I have been overwhelmed with the support that I've gotten from our class so far in every way moral support, um, just, just, you know, caring about me and caring about my situation. Um, you know, you, Jamie, you coming out and walking with me and interested in what I'm doing and being supportive and giving me advice. Um, you know, I left, I left my, my fraternity has mostly been the army. When you leave the army, like it just goes, you know, it's just the way it is. The army goes rolling along. That's the army song. And, uh, you know, um, it's an organization that's designed to keep moving on and facing whatever the next mission is. And, you know, you kind of feel like you're left behind a little bit. And I've, I've had a mission to do. So I had my mom's estate to deal with, which was a very, you know, it was very intimidating for me to have to deal with. Um, and I got through that and I, now I have this, this has been something to focus me. And, uh, what I found is that I'm truly blessed to have the fraternity of our class. And, you know, I've always been pretty close with my Gator classmates in G2. Um, I'm not a super big gray hog and I haven't because I've been in the army, I haven't been able to participate in a lot of different events with my, my G2 classmates. Um, but, you know, this podcast, Jamie, has, you know, brought us together as a class. You know, when I listened to like Brett Petkiss's story, I had no idea 
the shit that he was put through, you know, by the English department at West Wyoming, infuriated by it. Um, some of it. Um, that's just that's just recent. But you know, just listening to these stories, I mean, you know, all of us are going through a lot of the same things too. You know, we're all getting older, our parents are getting older, our kids are, you know, young adults and they're kind of assholes right now and and all that. You know, we are all we're all kind of going through that stuff. And you you've brought us together. So when I was at our last reunion, you know. I feel more connected to our class now than I ever have because before it was mostly, well, I was pretty close to my, my Gator classmates, but now I feel more connected and I have been, you know, like I said, overwhelmed by the support that I've been getting, you know, from our class writ large. Um, you know, there's some of us in the army that served in the army for a long time, not, you know, I would say probably as a percentage, not many of us, and some are still serving and serving quite well. Um, you know, and there's a special connection there for guys like me and Scott Halstead, for example. Um, you know, Scott's, you know, trail his Appalachian Trail, uh, him walking the Appalachian Trail was was huge to me. Um, you know, and he just sort of quietly did it, very humbly and quietly did it. You know, sometimes I'm embarrassed because here I am like, hey, guys, I'm walking across America and, you know, I've got these charities and stuff. Well, you know, um, you know, Scott, Scott, you know, really has inspired me. Um, but anyway. Um, All right. So so Kenny, so here, here's what I want to ask you. And I don't know. We got a little more time. Uh, hope we can keep talking. So uh, when I when I we chatted at the, at the reunion. I said, Hey, you know, what are you doing once you're done with the army? And you said, well, I've been dealing with this estate thing and my mom and passing. And, and then it sounded like you said, you know, well, when I do this walk across America, hopefully that's going to solidify what my next chapter in my life's going to be. And so uh, is that still the case? Cause here's what I'm hearing as far as goals for this walk, you know, fundraise for these nonprofits, connection with, you know, Americans, friends, classmates, people across this great country, paraglide off a mountain, <laughs> and then, and then uh, maybe figure out what your next chapter is. Is that what I'm hearing? Maybe the four goals? Um, and I, I'm, I'm a bit of a, uh, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not much of a worrier. Sometimes that's good and sometimes that's bad. And I just sort of feel like, you know, I'm gonna go do this walk and uh, I don't know what's gonna happen. I bet you I'm gonna find something out there. Who knows? Um, I certainly wanna write a book. Um, I wanna write a book about, uh, about some of my experiences in the army. I wanna write a book about my walk. So I think it'll be, I think it'll be a good story. Um, maybe I'll do a coffee book of, uh, just haikus that I've written. Um, but, you know, I also have like some things, you know, there's, it sounds crazy, but I, I would like to see our country 
you know, uh, doing some things differently. Not, I'm not going to get into politics because that's not that's not my thing. But you know, what what about an east-west trail across our country? You know, we should have that. We should be thinking about how we live our lives. Um, you know, um, this this uh, suburban lifestyle that 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 we started creating after after World War II. I think is not sustainable. I mean, I, I, I just watch more and more developments going up, you know, um, we might have to live a different way and we might need to think about, you know, walking more and driving less. And, you know, I, I think that, you know, we're, the way we're living our lives isn't sustainable and uh, it's unhealthy and makes us isolated from one another. Um, you know, we have, a lot of serious issues with suicide and mental health and obesity and diabetes and people just feeling disconnected. It's, it's about the way we live our lives. We live in a suburban neighborhood. There's no sidewalk. You can't get anywhere. You have to drive. You don't know your neighbors. You live inside your phone and you don't talk to people. And it's actually totally like against our whole humanity. And we wonder why people are freaking suffering like they are. Um, you know, we might have to live in in small, you know, tighter uh, areas and in, in more urban areas, and and walk, be able to walk to work and walk to the grocery store. Um, but you know, the, the way we're living our lives right now, it's, we're turning into a bunch of blobs. Yeah. And uh, you know, environmentally you know, just mentally, physically, you know, I, I got it, you know, the whole, our whole economy is based off the automobile. I mean, we're still going to have cars, but, you know, I just, I just think that we have to look, relook sort of how we're living our lives a little bit. So, you know, I'd like to see an East-West trail. Maybe I can champion that, figure out a way to do that. That'd be I awesome. Love it. Hey, and, and just, so, <laughs> just so it's clear, all those things you're talking about, or blue zone, like right out of blue zone. I know, know they are. Connections, healthy food. Family you know, connection, all of it. Yeah. Daily community, movement. Community, Daily yes. movement, you know, moving our bodies, you know, the ta oh, not overloading on, you know, uh, social media and freaking pharmaceutical, you know, just yes. natural solutions to take care of most of our needs, you know, so. Yeah. 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 I mean, I know people are going to look at this and go, look at, you know, Bernard and Kenny have gone high and right, or high and left. But, um, you know, I, you know, there, there's, there's, there's a way to, to do this and still, you know, pr provide an economic, let, let our capitalistic system still continue to thrive, if you will. Uh, you know, I'm not a, you know, captain of capitalism or anything, but I'm not going to, I'm not that that is our system, but you know, can we can we live a, a better way? Um, you know, I, I just see a lot of problems. I mean, God, the amount of people dying from overdose from heroin and fentanyl. I mean, you know, we, we're talking about gun control. I mean, the amount of people that are dying from from drug overdoses is, is off the charts. I mean, mm -hmm. we have a very depressed. And, and philosophically, the way we're approaching living our lives, there's something wrong here. And I, and I, and I haven't studied this 
And then there's people that are a lot smarter than me that are trying to figure this stuff out. But it's like, you know, being able to move around and know your neighbors and trust people around you and have a, a community, you know, that that is sort of foundation to our, you know, our humanity. And we're going away from it. And we've, we're letting people tell us like, well, we're evolving and, you know, we're, you know, we're going to become, you know, half computer, half person. Well, yeah, we could, we can try to go that way, but I don't see that as being a healthy way for us. You know, there needs to be some discipline, you know, in this. And uh, anyway, um, I might well, this never. Is, this yeah. is interesting. This is, this conversation is interesting. This is one of the theories of change of our our fallen classmate Paul Haggerty Mr. Roseanne Haggerty who's a world-renowned social entrepreneur is you know focused on homelessness but the the root one of the one of the underlying solutions that she talks about is strengthening communities is for communities to be able to be the safety net to to prevent people from falling into homelessness that oftentimes homelessness is not a problem it's the result of a series of other problems, right? And so if you could basically have a community that's well-functioning and she has like nine determinants of a, of a healthy community, you know, then you end up having somebody, a more resilient system that can prevent people from falling into homelessness. That's one of, one of her theories. But yeah. in, in any event, um, Kenny, this is a, what a huge endeavor this is. I'm inspired by what you're doing. I'll also say too, in terms of, you know, Bernard next steps, I and mean, he's going to write a book. He's going to talk about his, his, uh, his experiences in the army and, and his experiences with this walk. But the other thing I will say is you're a phenomenal writer and speaker and inspirer of others. And I recently had Kenny speak to my team at community solutions, and he had a tremendous leadership message to deliver. It was about selfless leadership, about commitment to mission and taking care of people. And to the extent, Kenny, that you are looking or if anybody's looking for somebody to speak to a team and talk about like how you can basically, you know, really give your team a, a shot of adrenaline. Uh, Kenny's got a great message to deliver to 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 teams. And so I can see you doing that, Ken. I honestly I can see you writing your book and going out on a speaking circuit talking to leaders of communities and businesses and schools and, and military units and whatever, and basically talking to them about, you know, selfless leadership, commitment to mission, because that's what you are all about. And I think another thing too, not to brag on you too much more, but, you know, you are not a real self-promoter as you have noted, right? This is like, we need to be the promoters for you. You are, you are kind of like a quiet contributor a selfless servant, a person that's going to always be, you know, top of his game, giving back and being committed to people, but not necessarily beating his chest and saying, look at me. So that's, that's our role. That's, that's what we need to do as classmates rallying around you and your cause and what you're doing um, in this, in this podcast, in the, in the notes for the podcast, like in uh, you'll see that there are going to be links to Kenny walks across America to the three charities and also to your schedule, which will be a live link so that we can always follow you and, and keep up with what you're doing. So amazingly, we've been talking for an hour and 21 minutes, right? We wanted to try to wrap this up uh, pretty soon, but um, just any final thoughts, Kenny, that you have or, or things that you want to try to impress upon 
the listeners to this podcast about how we can support you and, and what you're trying to get done with your walk across America? Well, I mean, I can tell you right now, I'm not going to make it without some support. Um, I haven't so far and I won't. Um, and, and I'm, and I know that, uh, like I said, I'm blessed to have this fraternity, uh, this family really, um, it's, it's blown me away. So, you know, uh, you know, obviously donating to the charities and such is, 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 is cool. I, I, I really hope that you find me and walk with me and, and connect and, you know, just spend a day talking about whatever we talk about, like we did on this podcast to a certain extent. Um, but, um, you know, if, if you think that what I'm doing is worthwhile, you know, share it with other people, um, you know, and, uh, you know, um, if you have an idea, tell me, I'm, I'm, I'm a pretty humble guy, you know, if there's something that, uh, you know, that I'm, you know, if I'm doing something I shouldn't be doing, then tell me, or, or, or if there's something that I haven't thought of, tell me, and, and I'll take it to heart. Um, I guess the last thing I'll just say is, um, you know, I, I'm a, I'm just sort of a unique person in that, you know, I'm single, you know, I'm divorced. My kids are grown. I have, you know, I have a little bit of money saved up. I have a financial, uh, situation where I have the freedom to be able to go do something like this. I serve this country that I truly love, you know, really for 34 years. And, and I want to continue to serve this country, but I want to get to know the country on my, you know, and I, and I think the best way I can get to know it is to walk across it and meet people and, and feel it, you know? Um, and, you know, I kind of want to do kind of in some way, sort of like what my mom did is like sort of walk away from my old life into a, a new life. And, you know, the army was great. You know, I had a great, I had a great career in the army. I got to do really amazing things and meet amazing people. Uh, I loved my service in the army and I'll continue to serve to a certain extent uh, for the army. Um, but I also, you know, I want to, I want to, I don't want to look back in my life. Um, I want the road out in front of me to be what I'm looking at. And, you know, for me, a journey such as this is a metaphor that I've always sort of, has always sort of resonated with me. And I don't want to be the guy that's sitting there going, boy, I used to be really great and I used to really do cool things. And now I just sort of do what I do. And, but I really long for this other time in my life I've never really been that guy. I want to keep looking forward and, and, uh, you know, what's the next thing to do, um, and, and have fun, you know, and have an adventure along the way. And so come find me along the way and have an adventure and walk with me. And, you know, I'm a pretty fun guy, you know, we'll get something to eat and something to drink and we'll laugh and we'll have a good time. And, uh, that's the best way you can support me is just follow me and keep, keep up with me and maybe walk with me and share your ideas with me. Well, I can attest to having something to eat and have something to drink and have a good time. I can, 
<laughs> I can attest to that. Guaranteed. Guaranteed along the way. Bernard. Hachi dog. Hachi dogs. Hachi dogs. Yeah. Some uh, some scrapple. Some Pennsylvania scrapple. Yeah. yeah. Bernard, so we, I want to go paragliding with you now. When and where is that going to happen? Let's make let's put let's put a date on the calendar. Well, let, we, I, let, me do, let me do some homework on that, and and, I'll, right. and I will uh, I will come fee, uh, circle back. Paragliding would be good. I mean, th there'd be no greater um, like taps article of like, <laughs> like you know Jamie Schleck, you know, in memoriam taps <laughs> passed away. <laughs> paragliding while doing the Kenny Walks America thing. You're not going to die, okay? Famous <laughs> last words. You might, you know, break a leg or something, but you're not going to die. <laughs> Look, I, I, I actually almost did die once or twice paragliding. I've learned my lesson, so I can steer you right. Don't worry. Oh. <laughs> it's, all about the, it's all about the wind conditions in the air. So. Okay, let's try to pick a good day then. We 12 knots and holding. Nice glassy day. That's what we're All looking right. for, a glassy day. And it's going to be a sled ride from, you know, however high down to the bottom. All right. Well, let's yeah. make it happen. All right. Kenny, I'm in awe of you. I'm so proud of you. I cannot wait to be part of this thing with you, too. I'll be there on the first day. I'll be there on the last day. And I'll be there somewhere in the middle, too. So thank you for, thank you for doing this. You're just an inspiration to us all. To our classmates who joined us tonight, duty shall be done. Uh, thanks for uh, thanks for thanks for being here and um, and please support Kenny on his walk across America. I'm gonna stop the live feed now. You guys can stick around. So live feed's over. Ooh. Good times. Good, Good work, times. Kenny. Yeah. I'm I'm glad Bernard. I'm glad you're on the call. So glad because my yeah. internet was dying and you were able to keep the conversation going and. It was recording on Zoom the whole time, so we have a good audio connection the whole time. So the, the podcast will be good, even though my I don't know why my internet was so bad tonight. Just because because it was me. I don't know because it was me. I haven't had this problem before. Yeah, it might be because it was you. I don't know. Are you you don't have another snowstorm out there? Are you? I got nothing. No, no it's normal day. No, we we're we're full on spring here now. Yeah. Like yeah, it just I was, switched. We had a big snowstorm a week ago Saturday, and then boom, it just turned into spring. I but feel like was today beautiful. was like it was inspiring today. I went for a run today. I played golf today. It was good. A good day. All right. So uh, Kenny, well, I want to get glad, glad to help. I want to get at least one more day with you before before April first. So maybe maybe this week if you're walking like uh, Wednesday or Thursday potentially. Yeah, I will be. So. I will be. It's fun. We've had we've had a good time doing it, Bernard. When when you when you hook up with him, you're gonna have the time. Oh, I'm looking life. forward to it. Are you kidding yeah. me, man? Uh, every time I hang out with Kenny, I, I I have a blast. So we always have a good, good time. Yeah, for real. Yeah, we really do. It's true. Yeah. So, yeah, All right. no, it's great, man. I can't wait. It's gonna be a, a, a you're you are in for adventure. I know you know that, but uh, that's <laughs> good stuff, man. You go out because you don't know what's in front of you. You yeah. take it as it comes, and then, you know, to me, that makes an awesome life, man. That's how you have fun in life. You go take on adventures, man. So that's right. Yeah, life's out in front of you, Bernard. Yeah, not behind you. Exactly, man. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. As far as walking, man, I mean, I I know you've been doing it every day for so long. Like I, I've only done like one day, like twenty miles, like 
doing a, the next day is what I'm concerned about the next day. Yeah. Like for me, if I, if I were like, if I'd be out there for two or three days with you. So. Well, <laughs> well, uh, Jamie, you need to know I'm taking my bicycle. Mm. If I need to ride and I'm going to ride. That's smart. That's smart. Yeah. So you know, I'm, my, my I'm problem is Kenny. My, so you're stepping off 10 AM on the first. I'm having a colonoscopy the day before on the 31st at 1 PM. So I got to like, I got to get it done and then and get on a, get on a train that morning, get down there by 10 or whatever I'm going to do and walk with you. Hopefully you I'm not going to put that in your book, man. My, hopefully I won't, I won't be shitting myself when I'm. <laughs> no, no, you'll be fine. Look, Kenny. You'll yeah. be fine. Yeah. Hey, I'll tell you what, one of the biggest things I am worried about is, is where I'm going to shit. Cause like, I, I'll tell you, like I, I, you know, I get up in the morning, I walk to the coffee shop, I drink a coffee, I kind of walk like two or three miles around, I go back, I, I, you know, shit. Let it out, yeah. And then I, and then I'm at, you know, sitting on porcelain at home, and then I, okay, now I'm ready, and then I go out and I walk, you know, a long walk, and I eat, I don't eat again until, you know, until like afternoon. Um, I usually don't eat, I don't try to eat much in the morning just because it just, I don't need it. Um, I eat later in the day because it's just better for my GI system, but I'm going to be like, that, that's going to be my biggest worry every day. Well, dude, I got, I got news for you. I drink two green smoothies a day. I shit like five times a day, man. Yeah. They can't be good um, for your, dude, they can't be good for your, for your ass, man. If you're shitting five times a day. Well, I've got a fucking bidet, man. So I just. <laughs> yes. That's what you need to have. Then I guess so. No good, man. I use like two two squares of toilet paper, man. All right. Oh, I got you. I'm fucking. No, that's, that's the way man. to go. I need really by, the way, by the way, I just realized that we're still recording this. So might as well just let this thing roll right into the uh, into the actual podcast itself. Why not? You know? <laughs> well, I'm all for. Uh, uh, pooping regularly and carrying a damn shovel, Kenny, for real. You need to carry a little shovel. Okay, I I'll bought guess, one from REI for like 10 get, Okay, I'm writing, I'm writing it down. I, right I have one that it like folds up, but uh, yeah, they're tiny. Yeah. It it's not an e tool. No, no surface, no, no surface laying mines, right? It's got to be like buried, like buried mines. Got to be buried, man. That is the right thing to do. You don't litter. And you don't take a shit that looks like a mine. Exactly. <laughs> you know, yeah. The littering thing made me think about something. When you guys were riffing on littering, but my internet was bad. Like, again, this is another thing that's so fascinating. But like, what you don't realize is that communities of concentrated poverty, they do not have sufficient, um, like, uh, public works picking up the garbage. Yeah. That is a problem. Like, if you go somewhere like Newark, or you go like, like some, some inner city area that's like, you're like there's garbage everywhere, everywhere. You're like, what the fuck? Why can't somebody give a shit about their lives to like pick up this like trash can? There's garbage everywhere because nobody picks the shit up. If you, you look, look for gar look for public garbage cans. The next time you're in some inner city, they're nowhere. They're nowhere. So and, that, and that has to do with, that has to do with. So, so there, th this is a whole nother interesting topic. I, I live in an area that is a mix of people. Um, it's kind of like on the edge of the hood, if you will. I generate a mix, half, like a mix of incomes. Yes. Okay. And, and, and you know, different types of you know racial, you know, different 
socioeconomic. I, I generate half a bag of trash a week. Bravo. Okay. My neighbors who are poor people have like their entire dumpster full of garbage every week. I don't know how they drink a lot of soda. They drink a lot of bottled water. They drink a lot. They eat a lot of processed foods. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't gone through their trash. I'm like, what is it that they're, gen how, how are they generating this much garbage? Now, how many week? people are living in there? Is that a, like a family of five or something? Yeah, it no, it's, a, it's, it's not. It's not. It's, it's, it's just, it's, it's not necessarily, you know, you know, you know where I learned, you know, where I learned not to generate a lot of trash was in Germany. Cause they gave you that tiny little trash can. When you lived in Germany, when you lived, not when you lived on base, when you lived yeah, well, off post, that's right. Yeah. yeah. You had this yeah. tiny little trash can. So you, you brought all your compost to the compost. Yeah. You had a garbage can for your, for your recyclables, but your actual garbage. And I, I had kids in diapers and stuff. That was what most of our garbage was. Yeah. But, but when you cook fresh food and you're not eating like, you know, stuff out of a box. Right. Or whatever that helps um, too yeah but but I, you know i live in a town where there is there are trash cans and people still dump all their trash on the street they just it's dump pretty it. unbelievable and and look jamie i'm sympathetic to the garbage service challenge you know again i worked in local government for 18 years and you got people who who will tell you look i'm too poor to afford this so i burn my trash you know they're not they're being very responsible but they're doing it partly because of their income situation, you know. Um, but here's what else I will tell you I've noticed is that you walk down a, a, a residential street that doesn't have a lot of traffic, guess what? There's not as much trash. But when you walk down busy streets, there's shitload of trash. That's just because there's more people driving up and down those streets, you know, that's the harsh reality. And, you know, I, I keep telling my friends, look, uh, we need more people picking up trash than throwing it out. When we can get society to that point, guess what? It'll go away. So that's my message to folks. If you, if you, if you don't like this and help me pick it up, guys, because I need more people picking it up than throwing it out. Mm -hmm. Thank you for joining us on this edition of the Duty Shall Be Done Old Grad Podcast. Please check back on this Facebook page for information about featured guests and upcoming episodes of the Duty Shall Be Done Old Grad Podcast.